Hey guys, I'm with Maya from Biblical Hebrew Perspectives on YouTube. Last week, we talked about the origin of the word Yisrael or Israel, especially relevant in this tumultuous time with the war between Israel and Hamas and the polarization and all sorts of media biases that are shaping our viewpoints and also and especially in believing circles to the point that I do think it's relevant that we speak about this. Anyway, we're going to backtrack a little bit from Genesis 32, where we looked at the story of how Jacob, Yaakov in Hebrew, got his name Israel there at the Jabbok River, the night when he wrestled with a man, and then this man eventually struck him in the hip and gave him a new name, Israel, which means God contends, which is curious because Jacob's name actually means he's a deceiver, he's a heel biter. But to talk about Israel, we actually need to backtrack a couple of more chapters in Genesis to Father Abram, who had many sons. And the story of Abram is interesting because his wife, Sarai, she also had a name change later, Sarai was barren. And eventually Sarah and Abram agreed that they would employ the Egyptian slave girl, Hagar, to see if she could make a plan. And as we know, a child was born by the name Ishmael, or in Hebrew, Yishmael. And then, especially if you study the text closely, you can see that this wasn't God's plan A. It formed part of the story, and we need to talk about this. Because if you look at Genesis 16, it unfolds the story of the strife, the malice between Sarah and her maidservant, Hagar, and how eventually God appears to Hagar and tells her that your son Ishmael will be a great nation and he will be blessed. And if you fast forward the story, you see that when God appears to Abram in that context and tells him that his descendants will be numerous as the stars, he then actually enters into a covenant that involved circumcision and Ishmael was circumcised. So very often people think of Israel, the Jewish people, as being the circumcised ones. But Ishmael, who was the father of the Arab people of the Islamic empire, very inconvenient conversation, but was also circumcised. What does the name Ishmael means? The scripture tells us in Genesis 16, where it speaks about Abraham naming his son Ishmael. The word Ishmael consists out of two words, the word Shema, which is the verb that means he heard or he hears, depending on which inflection is used. So the word Ishmael literally means that God heard me. And this is obviously from the perspective of Hagar, having given her son this name. But it's a profound name that God heard me. And if you continue to read the text, God promises Hagar, Ishmael will be a massive nation. He will be blessed by God. But it also tells us that Ishmael would always be in enmity with his brothers. There would always be a contention, always be a strife between Ishmael and Isaac. And then in Genesis 17, we see that through Isaac, the son born from Sarah, God wanted to birth a people to enter into covenant with. And the image that I had when I prepared this talk was, it's like organizing a massive festival and you have a beautiful event at the end. But what the people don't see is a massive scrambling in the background. And the organizers have to do a lot to make it realize. And I think the story of the birth of Israel as God's promise, as God's seed, the lineage of his seed, there's a massive conundrum backstory, and we'll probably pause at this story for another episode or two. But what I want to say today is, before we jump to conclusions, before we jump into judgment between Israel 
and, for example, the Arab nations, which very often happens in believing circles, we have to understand that there's a backstory that's complicated. Ishmael, who's the father of the Arab nations, the sons of Ishmael, God promised to bless that nation. It's a massive nation, but they're in enmity. They're in strife with their brothers. And this is a difficult and a tumultuous conversation that we need to have. So I'm putting this out on radio not to bring dissension or so confusion, but so that we have an informed frame of reference from which we can work, from which we can discuss the complexities. So I hope this is helpful. Next week we will dig into Romans 9, 10, 11 and try to make the connection with God's promises through Isaac. Be blessed. Until next time.